Hi guys, welcome to episode 12 of the Gen Z podcast with me, Danika Tamsian. This week's episode is going to be a compilation of unseen footage. Hope you enjoy. So, what do you think about this whole idea of, say if you couldn't find a husband or a boyfriend and you got to about 35, um, would you have a child with your friend? No. Because you couldn't find... No. Would you? I'm asking, I want to have a conversation. No, I wouldn't. No. I just think that's nonsense. Do you want kids? I would love kids. I want like a whole army, like seven upwards. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, I want a cute car all my life. (laughs) But um, if if you couldn't find a partner, and I assume you would hope to look for a partner, that's really great to have a child with. Of course. Um, what would what would your next move be then? If you get to about four, 38, yeah, and you're like, I can't find nobody, but I want to have kids. Um, personally, I think my next move would either be to leave it alone and maybe come to the conclusion it's because I'm searching, it'll come naturally. If that doesn't happen, then I'm just going to have to think, well, maybe I'm not meant to yeah. and stop that desire. Really? And get on with my life. Honestly, like, I'm so... I can literally switch emotions on and off. I'll get over it. Nah, man. I think my whole life, I've been wanting to have a family structure. Simply because right. I can't find a man to act right. I'm not meant to have that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not having children by any means necessary. No, you know, I shouldn't say that. Because By any means point, necessary? No, so that sounds dramatic. a sperm donor then? Yeah, like... You would? Not knowing who he is. 100%. If I get to about 35... Because the truth is, I hope... I can never say nothing for definite. But I hope that the person who I have a child with is a a great person. Yes. If I can't find this great person, I would go to a sperm donor. Because I'd be damned to be having like a whatless baby father. Oh, oh my god! Did not just say that. <laughs> no, that would not happen. But why, then, but why? Okay, why go to the sperm that you don't know who the dad is? You don't know what. Bother me. You don't know what issues he has. For example, like I don't know. For me, I feel like there's like these. Say, well, we like not a generation curse, but like familiar spirits, like. You don't know what he's carrying, and you'd take that, yeah. insert yourself, and people that's... do it all. Lesbians do it all the time. Yeah. That's them, though. <laughs> that's them. Lesbians do it all the time, and like, hopefully, I'm as successful as I anticipate to be. But if I can financially provide for my child on my own, the love in that will never be um, not there because I've got a great family. There's me who <laughs> loves the child, but I don't know. I've I see it all the time. I reckon I'll get really nervous. That's why I'm so nervous about age. Because I'm like, oh, if I don't get these certain things, there's going to be a time where I'm too old to get it. So I need to try and get... Not try and have a child now, but I'm saying, like, I need to make active steps soon so I can get this family. <laughs> what, you could go, like, to bars and mingle with people? <laughs> like, no, 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 not at all. But, like... <laughs> Just the uncertainty. So I know some people who's like got a friend there and they're like, do you know what? If I can't have children, this is the person who's going to be my child's father. I mean, that's the friend thing. I do want to ask you something about the sperm donor. Um, (laughs) Do you think you can successfully bring up a child without a father? Successfully? Yeah. 
You think I'm a little bit different though because I'm more extreme when it comes to like the whole parent thing. Yeah. Because um I think having a in and out father who's yeah. sometimes there, who's sometimes not there, mm-hmm. is actually worse for a child. But that's me. I could be wrong. Right. <laughs> I think having a child a father who might turn up every week might not either have a child a father there or don't have a father there. No in between. And you can be an active father as well without being with the mother. Because I see it. Like, you can be an active father without being with the mother. But I'm talking about these, like, part-time fathers who, like, oh, my gosh, daddy's home. Like, daddy's here. The daddy's there, Superman, all of this. But the dad's not actively looking after the child. So you're just sort of, I think, I don't know. And you're constantly going to invite disappointment to your child. Oh, I don't know. No. So we're assuming that the dad will be part time. Yeah, right. What do you mean? No, I'm saying because you talk. You you were saying earlier that um, you didn't want a was it woodless? Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> well, like, so yeah. I was like, so you are you automatically assuming that or from? You would know if you're a woman, if your husband, if your boyfriend isn't going to be a good father. I'm guessing. I uh, Yes. I'm just Having assuming. been with him for long enough. Yeah, I feel like if you're there long enough to have a child, you'll sort of get like <clears> her. <throat> and you see a lot of men who are not with the child's mother, because you should think of it as the worst. What if this doesn't work out? Who are really great fathers, like absolutely great fathers. Yeah. But then you have men who's like, they want this great father award, but they're not paying for the child. They're not looking like... You know what I mean? They're kind yeah. of just there to be there existing yeah they're just existing yeah. the child knows who they are but like it's heartbreaking when and you hear young girls say all the time like my dad i don't get it he's here i know who he is but he just doesn't care like dad. why why does he not want me why does he not want to look after me i don't want my child to feel like that if they had a sperm donor i'd be like look child i really wanted you i actually really wanted you to be here i've got a great family on my side so say then, okay, I'm going to present this to you. So that child grows up yeah. and you've done a great job raising that child, but they've, they complain to you that that um, father presence is missing. What are you going to oh, do? It's a tough world, Chuck. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tr- no, because we can't fake a, tr- like, a father. So it was a sperm donor. Where were we to get this dad from? But He's then, not here. And I'm looking at it in the hope of... I'm thinking about it, like, biologically. A lot of women can't have children yes. after 40-odd, yeah. Okay. Some can, mm-hmm. some can't. Um, so I would want to get that child out of the way. But when you're 40, you can still find a man. You can still find you can. a stepfather. Yeah. Like, <laughs> stepfather. You still can find, like, a father figure. Yeah. Oh, are we? Just so you know. Um, but, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I was going to say, I feel like you might be putting your desire, selfish desires before the child's. Uh, do you think? I do. Because if... Because I, I personally, I feel like it takes a man and a woman to raise I, a child successfully. Um, therefore, if you go get a sperm donor and the child is not... Doesn't have that father figure, then I feel like you're putting the child at a disadvantage. I don't want to, like, discount a father... Because fathers matter a hundred percent, but I'm saying that in my family, mm-hmm. yeah, we have people who can still count as that father figure. I wouldn't actively be like, oh, 
Mark, I couldn't my brother, I can't find a word. Can you actively like no? <laughs> I wouldn't want that. But I know that you know the key things that women can't provide for their child, yes. like you know, for men. That that's in my family, that's there already. Yeah. Like it can be found there. I, I think mm. I don't know. It's I'm not, not the same. Though. I hope that that's not the case. Like this is the worst case scenario that I get to about thirty eight and I can't find a partner. But at the moment, I know that I want children. Things might change. I might not want children. I might be okay with being on, your being own. on my own. But like, you always have to. I always think of the worst case scenario. <laughs> I haven't thought of a. Sp- I haven't actually thought of a sperm donor before. But I know that I'm not opposed to it for sure. Wow. <laughs> Find out something new every day. Find something new every day. So, paint picture. During Corona quarantine, we all sat down as a family watching films. Now, if you know me, you know that my favourite film, favourite, one of my favourites anyway, is Love and Basketball. It's a film with Sinai Lathan and Omar Epps. And um, Kyra single-handedly ruined the film for me um throughout the whole film she was complaining talking about how it's not a good film she was talking about how she don't like romance films because kind of so gory like we're quite opposites in that way like i will watch a horror film but kyra can't no i can't watch horror films sorry but kyra will sit down and watch 10 horror films in the night but she can't watch like rom-coms i just want to know what she beef with rom-coms no i can watch a rom-com if it's funny um Love and Basketball is a great... No, it's not... No, Love and Basketball is a terrible film. (laughs) It's a terrible film. I like good films. Love and Basketball is nice because, you know, it's black people. It's, you know, about love. Um, But actually, it's really, like, a toxic... It's toxic. Toxic. The the fall in love. Like, he... um, What is it? All or nothing. He comes and runs after her in the end. The film just no, pure. no, 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 no. You forget in the part where he gets married. She begs him to be with him. Like it's totally like the whole situation is just toxic. And even beyond that, the storyline's not good. Um, it doesn't show positive representation for black women. Um, yeah, I just don't like the film. I just I don't, don't like any of the films that you watch. I don't know how she could take <laughs> such a joyous film and like rip it down. So like because. Films like that, I feel like that's another thing and important factor to why I am how I am. And it's like this fairy tale that you always look up to as when you're a child. Mm-hmm. And you have gave me the insight of like, to be fair, that was a toxic fairy tales. No woman should be running after no man, begging and crying. Like that shouldn't be their reality. Yeah. However, it's just a nice film to sit down and watch without having to criticize it and like analyze it as much as you do no i don't analyze it i just don't like it like i just don't like i don't like any romance films i don't like the notebook either like i don't like books a a wicked film no i just don't i prefer things that like have like death (laughs) sadness murder no supernatural interesting (laughs) she likes things made for the devil she likes things that's just aren't like things that will make you go to bed and feel uneasy at night i like to watch things where it can be in the background them films are all the same the premise is there's a woman and she always starts off like she's kind of she's ugly apparently and like she's a bit of a, a a nerd or whatever and then there's a guy that she fancies but she never thinks she can get him 
and then their eyes meet across the room and they fall in love and then they go through a bit of ups and downs and then, but at the end they always end up together i just Beautiful don't have a story huh that sounds like a great storyline to me yeah but there's no like what well, i much prefer things that are like cinematic experiences like oh my god that come out of nowhere you, you know i just don't i don't like rom-coms i don't like any kind of rom-com i don't know i feel like the whole idea of like being able to just gaze over some Wait, onions do you like musicals i love musicals i'm a bit i'm a big musical but i think it's definitely the generation i'm in because i don't know whether you grew up on like high school musical camphra those no, are my films i didn't grow up on them. you did i didn't you grow was watching up on high them. school musical with i probably me. i watched it but i wasn't too growing up high school musical. i think i was like a like a big girl <laughs> I, was too, I was probably too old to be watching high school musical when i saw it what yeah carry on yeah, no. Yeah, so, I was going to say about musicals. There's something funny in our family where everybody hates musicals. They just I, hate joy. I don't get it, because how can you hate happiness? <laughs> how can you hate, like, things that bring people together and bring It's joy? literally me, my, t- my niece, and you, who's the only ones who really can sit down and, and appreciate, Yeah, like, normally it comes on and it's like, turn it off. Yeah, turn it off. Turn it off, I don't want to watch this. You see, like, the, I think that, like... The reason why I like musicals as well, the the songs are able to keep you up with the storyline if I, like... If I miss, like, a scene or two. So, my, people think that it might divert them from the storyline because it's distracting. But I think, you know what? They'll, they'll be telling me how they can't back down not right now. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, they can't back down. Like, I feel like those films... You always need just joyful films. If it was up to you and members of my family, it would just be a bunch of just depressive films like The Joker. No, but it's too... See, it, that's, it's totally different. The Joker's like... There's a lot of time and effort's been put into that film. These, these so low-budget films, you these low-budget romances, a guy films that in a couple of... Like, it's just, it's not that... They're never that interesting. But I, don't, I mean, I don't mean to diss the films. I know that it's for some people. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong if you do like them. But just for me, I find it boring. Like, I do... I, you know, I've never seen Lion King. And there's a lot of films that are like... I just don't watch them. Like, I don't really like Disney films. I, I don't even like cartoons, Danica. I don't like cartoons. I can go that far. I don't like cartoons. Truthfully, I've seen Lion King like in 2018 I, I just i don't know what they're, i don't know what they're doing to the children like they're making it's too sad i've been saying this i it's have been sad. saying that films like lion king the good dinosaur up have you seen up no it's a tragic experience like all these films with kids uh for kids they're far too sad like in the first two scenes somebody's getting like deaded off and i feel like it's too like it's too much. I don't yeah. need to know about all of that. I watched and Finding Nemo, right? And I couldn't believe how sad it was. It was yeah. just a depressing experience. I mean, it wasn't even the part at the end where they reunite. It was the bit where, like, um, Nemo was getting taken away on the boat and the dad was, like, swimming really <laughs> fast. And, like, in my head I was watching it like, he's never going to get it. He's yeah. gone. You may as well forget about your son because he's literally gone. Oh, no. no clownfish can catch up to a boat but i suppose i'm that kind of person i like to see the like practicality of yeah it, like, that would never work i like when they take pay attention to the fine tuning of it yeah but i do think kids films such a true statement the, the two sad and i seen dumbo when i was like nine 
And ever since, that was a horrible experience. And from seeing that, I'm literally scarred. The new revamp, anything. I would never turn on Dumbo, like, again, because of the bad experience. I don't remember it as joyful. Like, aren't Disney films meant to be happy, joyful? And I think with musicals and rom-coms, yeah. it's yeah. sad, but it's not like death. Like The rom-coms, I just don't care about them, but because the, they're never actually funny. Musicals, they're joyful, they bring happiness. And the, But the Disney films, I can't vibe with them because they're just a bit too sad for me. They all have, like, a mom or a dad dying, and it's just a, it's too much for me. I think um, they're human um disney films are good like, like i feel what? like like so high, high school musical. musical like high school music there's a lot there's yeah, a lot of classic disney films that right now i can't remember but the human ones have more like um processable sad scenes do you know what i mean like oh the dad's gone or the broke up like something that you're like oh that's a minor it's sad but it's a minor but the the cartoons, I feel like they go to town with the the um, storylines, and they just make it as sad as they can. Well, at least the first three four scenes, they make it as dramatic and as like tragic as they can. Yeah, agreed. So let's get straight into it. This week's been a really hard week for me and my family. Um, really stressful. Our cat went missing last week. Wednesday was it. And we were just on like a process of finding our cat. And yeah, ain't it been hard, Cairo? Yeah, it's been a really difficult week. We ran a whole Facebook campaign. Yeah. We've um, we done door knocking, canvassed the neighbourhood, put up posters, it was really, really stressful. I went onto every cat finding website and, you know, it was like, um, I was telling Danica, I prayed and I was like, yeah. God, just bring my cat back to me. Yeah. And, you know, she come to and the she window. Came back. Just like that, it was crazy yeah. because it was about five days, wasn't it? It was long. Yeah, she went missing for five days. And then all all what was in my head was that, where could she be? She being tortured. If yeah. anybody's watched Don't F With Cats. That's what I was that's thinking. That's what all I was thinking about. Yeah. It was like, why is somebody like a sicko who's got my cat? <laughs> I said it to Mark. <laughs> I go, Mark, but what if, what if it's someone like from Don't F With Cats and yeah. they're like torturing her? And Mark was just like... It is yeah. what it is. No, 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 don't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> you did? I never said that. You were like, that well, cat- what can you do? No, no, no. First of all, that cat has a special place in my heart. First of all, let's take it from the beginning. Yeah. We've always had cats. Before always. you lot was even born, we we had cats because remember, I'm older than you lot. Yeah. And we've always had cats. But not like two cats at once. We've always had a cat. And yeah. that cat is as good as part of the family. Yeah. Definitely. Now, the reason why this cat's special to me, I named this cat. Yeah. yeah, I named it the cat. The cat's names Ifrika, Queen Ifrika, Queen Ifrika. <laughs> yeah, that's what we. Na- I named the cat that after the yeah. singer. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I was very um, yeah, was disappointed sad. to hear news that the cat was lost. It was hard. Like I couldn't even go to sleep without like this like fear of doom. Like yeah. I felt bad for even sleeping knowing that she wasn't under our roof. At two thirty, I was outside of the cat bed patting the fur so it went into the atmosphere yeah <laughs> so she could smell her way back yeah. and, and his owner is looking at me like i'm crazy yeah. <laughs> i was well, like Izzy, yeah. come back. and we even spread her litter all across but i don't know what the reason why she just turned up to your window but oh. she did just turn up out of but she nowhere. was you could tell that like she'd been through it definitely but do you think these social media campaigns work for animals yeah. do you really yeah because if an animal in your local area has gone missing, why are you telling the world? 
No, it's saying like if someone comes across it on like a cat selling website or if somebody's just like, remember there's people who love cats more yeah. than even, obviously. I don't love cats. Exactly. But you care about our cat, but yeah. there's people who love all cats in every cat. So they'll like look out for cats when they're walking. And even our neighbours, they put like lost and found posters yeah. in their I window. Know, like a lady came over and she was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you, <laughs> Congratulations, she's back home. Yeah. Like, our neighbours took it hard also. Yeah, it affected the whole I community. Got, well, I even had conspiracies. I was like, what if one of the neighbours have her? Yeah. See us looking for her and then hide her even more. Because if she was let out, if she was in custody, she would have been found her way home. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you like her? Are you an animal person? Yeah, you know I am. Yeah, Kyra's like... I like all animals. Really? Yeah, animals and children. Well, I, I think they're, before, they're innocent ones. I said, I said that we're, we're probably one of the few black families that got cat and dog. I know, I know. Cat and dog living in the same I house. Know. I know, people think it's weird. I don't care. No. <laughs> Judge all you like. But they're just little parts of the family. You don't even look at them. Like, Mo, I genuinely do not look but at you like an animal. Keisha, our sister, hates cats. And you don't really... You don't like the cat. You don't I like don't. the cat. <laughs> Danica doesn't like even me like no. like our cat's not actually that nice no our cat's it's quite not vicious it's not those cats that you see on internet like let's you hook my cat's vicious <laughs> no, 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 no 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 she's vicious no. she's vicious no, the cat was fine until you finished from uni yeah so we had that cat obviously I don't live at the house but we've had that cat from what about the cat's about six now no nah, about four four alright so we've had the cat for about four years yeah when you come back from Unicai, you come back with a dog. Yeah. And ever since you came back, the cat feels like, I feel the cat feels like neglected. No, she just, yeah, she just before, doesn't like being around the dog. If, if everyone was watching a movie in the living room before, the cat would sit down and watch the movie, would almost just be there. Now the dogs took that place. Yeah. So what I feel like, I think that the cat, did the cat try and run away? I don't know. Maybe uh, prove nah, a point. let's not say that because people might feel a bit of a way. But... I'm more of a dog person because, like, I think the dog feels emotion. Like, Mo, when I come in, she literally greets me with the biggest, like, dog hug. She's very loving, whereas the cat, she's just always side-eyeing me. <laughs> she's always places where she has no business being. Yeah. Like, she does the most. You can't lie. However, but, she's a part of the family, and I still love and appreciate her. Yeah, you, I think it taught us a lesson, because you and Keisha, you don't really like the cat at all. <laughs> it's only really me and my mum who really care about the cat. But when the cat went missing, everyone was like, no, yes. this, this can't Stop. happen. We have to look for the cat. Kyra was actually like, somebody on Facebook said they seen the cat about 10 minutes away from our house. So we drove up to the road with the bed, like walking Shaking down. Shaking like, You know, one of those random roads. We were walking up and down the road like a mad woman. But do you know what it is with cats? It's like they have no loyalty. Like yeah. cats are not loyal to nobody. Whereas Mo, if somebody tried to take her, she'll make it very clear that she's not meant to be there. Yeah. If he was probably enjoying food, curled up in place. No, no, she went through it when she was gone. <laughs> I know she did. And the last thing I want to say on that is another reason why I don't really favour cats. Just before you're about to leave the house, our cat does a thing where she rubs on the side of your trousers. So especially if you've got black on or like black tight, you walk out looking hairy, like... It's disgusting. No. I wouldn't let her do that. But she, mm. I hate when she walks slowly into the house. Yeah. Like yeah the cat to, got me. <laughs> when she, when, do you know when she's walking slow? Yes, When yeah. you're trying to go somewhere quick and she'll just take her time walking back in really... That yeah. really... That cat got me when... I think it was um, last summer when 
I come to get, I come to, um, I think I come to get one of the cars or something. And I had on like a new track suit and I was, I was going to <laughs> London and the cat just brushed past my um, trousers. <laughs> and when I looked, it was full of ginger yeah. fur because the cat's got ginger in it. So it was full of ginger fur. I'm like, what's wrong with this cat, man? Yeah. So how has everybody been keeping their mental health during these testing times? Very struggling. Yeah. up and down, fluctuating. Yeah. What do you do actively to try and keep it? Um, I meditate and talk stuff like that. Talk to me a bit more about meditating. <laughs> do you know what? Because talk to me more about <laughs> meditating. I'm just I'm like a spiritual person, so I'm into like keeping my mind full of mindfulness, being grateful for everything that I've got in my life, yeah. um, having like five, like ten minutes minimum a day of being present and not being stuck in my mind and like, you know, um, like thinking of the past, thinking of the future. I have to be present in that situation wherever I am you know yeah. I don't think like thoughts I'll just be like just mind. yeah and it, honestly I vouch for it I literally re- like recommend everybody to meditate but not everybody does but yeah it is what it is is yoga a part of that um I do do yoga as well but I don't put it with my meditation I do yoga because I've got a bad back I've oh, got a terrible yeah. posture <laughs> I try to do yoga every Sunday. Yeah. Because, like, I just don't want to be one of those people with bad backs at, like, 25. Yeah. But, but yeah. How about you? Um, I do, you know, as best I like, gratitude every day. Like, I start my day with a prayer, end it with a prayer. Like, I'm not, like, openly religious, but yeah. I'm, like, to myself, like I am. Yeah. And, like, I'm always praying, always like saying thank you like my prayers don't consist of like oh please can I have this please can you do it? like it's always Appreciate like I'm so like, grateful for this because I feel like that makes me feel better because it's like instead of focusing on like the things that are making me sad and the things that I'm lacking it's like in, you know in order to like turn that around you've got to focus on what you do have and what's actually making your life like valuable right now yeah. and also just just doing things that I know that I have been lacking with yeah. so like exercise music you know like doing a better job like working from home because sometimes I find that I can be a bit sloppy with with what I, whatever I'm doing I don't put too much effort in I can be very half-hearted sometimes yeah. and like you know when it comes to mental health I feel like the only person that can really change it is you yeah so Definitely. you've got to just really like force yourself to make a conscious effort it's like you know when you're sad and people say yeah just smile for like 30 seconds oh, and you're automatically just become happy again like no i feel like with being in touch with your emotions and like smiling for 30 seconds it's not just about that i feel like you've got yeah. to feel your emotions i feel like you have to feel it like I'm if you want to cry cry don't oh, hold yeah, it yeah, in obviously. and stuff like that because i'm like a big because i was the biggest person like that oh okay just smile through it you know mm. what we move that's my mm. biggest saying we move terrible yeah. <laughs> it's really bad feel it if you want to cry cry like because mm. i think sometimes i just have to feel my emotions cry it out for 10 seconds and say you know what i was sad it's yeah fine next day before because it's things like that like sorry sad like the word sad and stuff like being like depressed and upset that have such negative like connotations to them and it's like it's not bad to feel sad you're not gonna feel happy 24 7 you're not gonna be like your best self forever but you're gonna have days where it's it's crap it's not gonna always be yeah obviously like it's important to give yourself time Mm. like I don't know, this workout thing that we're working out, guys. We're trying to. Nice <laughs> so time in the morning. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, say if I've missed a day, yeah. I won't beat myself up for it, kind yeah. of thing. Like, I'll be like, you know what, it's fine. 
start tomorrow. Yeah. Today was just a bad day. That's just what it was. Just yeah. Start Accept the situation you're in and feel it. Because another, like, I live by this. Yeah. If it never rains, like, what's that saying that I love? You see how I got it? Oh, something about, like, if it doesn't rain, you won't notice that when the sun comes out. Exactly. So, yeah. like, you want to, sometimes you have to feel sad. So when you're happy, you really can appreciate it. Mm. And at the time, I know it's really, like, bad and you hate it but you just have to think you know what when i'm happy you know how great it's gonna feel again and like during isolation so i really haven't been felt quarantine like everybody else has because work's normal uni's pretty much normal every day i have somebody wants me to do something Mm. nobody can just leave me alone Mm. so (laughs) i have like i haven't really been able to stop and say do you know what like this corona thing really is affecting me like people dying around me that's affecting me like yeah. and i haven't really been able to sit down and appreciate it mm. like and say it so when something minute happens and all my feelings gather up and yeah. then it's like <laughs> i'm crying yeah. over like minimal stuff yeah. but it's because everything put together it builds up over time yeah so you really have to just notice the situation and just say let me step honestly out. like lockdown and quarantine for me was a blessing in disguise yeah. because i really needed it to get in, back in touch with myself yeah. i feel like i was focusing on so many other things except for myself and then like having that time to be alone i started to realize wait i need to start fixing everything again yeah. with yeah. me not like with, like my physical appearance or anything like, i didn't care about any of that i was just like my mental health isn't good let me yeah. sort that out first because yeah. that's priority for sure even though like it's it's been up and down i honestly don't think there's been a single time or that like, period of time in my life apart from quarantine that i've been at my most like healthy and stable yeah and like i've, I've never like it's it's so weird and I, I feel so grateful for the like the day we started quarantine because I honestly like I've put so much work in and I've I'm so proud of myself. You have to be, yeah. And like, like Beth said, like I've never got in touch with myself like that. And I actually tried, and I saw results, and I felt so much better. Like, yeah, it was it was annoying because it's like I couldn't go anywhere, I couldn't do anything, couldn't see anyone. But really, like when I think back, that wasn't important to me. Yeah, like the results I was getting was important. That was what kept me going. That's what. You know, like, yeah, we all cried a few times. Yeah, we all got a bit angry. Yeah, we all got a bit, like, annoyed with the people that we were stuck in the house with. Definitely. But at the end of the day, like... Do you know what I mean? I just feel like there was no better time to get yourself together. I definitely Mm. think And also, I'd say, reading. Yes. Yes. Honestly. There's two books that I read. And honestly... Yeah. Yeah. those self-help books as well oh, yeah, really, they're really they're tapping to my like you, read, yeah. um, you are a badass yes no. I read that read it really good it's book so good, it's so good, good book. it really does make you feel like a badass it's honestly so good no like, yeah that's a good book uh, it's a slight start everything off in it and you've got time to read as well you haven't got nothing to do just read you know what I mean I've tried to before I go to bed instead of being on my phone I'm trying to actually read so like the last book I read was Angie Martinez um she's a radio person but her biography yeah and like just stuff like you know like sometimes I've always said to myself people who I look up to they live like they're in that moment or mm. forever but no they started somewhere as well yeah. so like reading stuff like that and then self-help books they say such complicated things in such simple ways no such things that are obvious in such 
easy Why? and digestive yeah. Yeah. ways. So like, um, I read the sort of like, I'm not giving a fuck. Have you read that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I'm seen reading it. I have it. It's now. in my list. Oh, I am. I'm reading it. It's a, that book there because I definitely care way too much about other people's opinions. Yeah. And that's another thing that quarantine's really helped with because normally, like with the podcast, I hate confrontation about something that I'm doing. Mm. So like, I remember when I did my YouTube channel, when people used to be like, oh, how's your little YouTube channel going? <sighs> I know that they meant it in a okay way, but in my head, I didn't take it like that. No, but obviously yeah. they're saying your little yeah. YouTube. That's my like, YouTube I would channel. Be like, like, little. Exactly, little it's about YouTube. to blow up. Exactly, I'm about to be Wendy Williams. <laughs> but yeah, like I used to get really offended and be like, why would somebody come off and say that to me? Like, yeah. now it's like I'm doing it. I put it out, and mm. I don't even have to think like face somebody to it. Yeah. So it's kind. Of, I really enjoyed that about it. I don't understand why people would have something negative to say because it's so you have to be really brave to do things like that you know yeah and it's like such a big jump to just put push yourself out there like mm. i even feel that like with my art as like a graphic design like pushing yourself and putting your art out there it's such yeah. a big thing with criticism i have to understand that beth i'm not good with criticism like <laughs> even subtle criticism of like mm. oh Janiki, your hair could have been like this your makeup's a bit too heavy yeah what do you mean by that no but <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a it's how you say it though because yeah. you know what if someone says that or your hair could have been like this, or your makeup was a bit whatever. Like yeah. I wouldn't take that as criticism. I'd take that as an insult. Yeah, yeah. I'm but I'm very like even There's like different ways. small things. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm trying my best. Like can't nobody just see that I'm trying. Yeah. So like little things do bother me, but then I have definitely learned that I make things up in my head. So oh, okay. I like before you probably would have came, I'm probably thinking, oh Beth might think this, this and that. And I know you definitely don't think that, but yeah. in my head, I've already perceived you like this. Mm. So, like, I think that people think the worst. But one thing this podcast has taught me, yeah. people are really nice people. Like, people are <laughs> genuinely nice people. Yeah. Not everybody's bad mind. There's a lot of bad mind out here. I was but, so happy when I saw that you were doing this. I was like, go, Danica. <laughs> like, oh, I love it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. I was like, I wish I could do that. Because I feel it was so brave of you to just like be like, I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, I wish yeah, I had that. Do you know how many people that were out there that actually want to do a podcast? Exactly. Like, I was one of them. When Beth was like, do you want to come on? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like, it's such a nice thing just to be able to sit down and chat with your friends. And I did really want to create a space like that. And mm. I've been thinking about this since 2016. I've been wanting to do this. I like, ask my brother, ask anybody. The Gen Z, what was it what I had black to reality i've had yeah. all of these podcast ideas yeah. <laughs> and i've never carried it out because i've been so nervous that people my biggest thing is why do people care about my opinion well i'm gonna make people care about my opinion yeah, on stuff like you have to kind of be a little bit more arrogant yeah you know what i've learned as well it's like the right people will care yeah because it's like i feel like fear is definitely a reason why i don't like pop music out and stuff I know, but like, and my dad literally said this time. He was like, "You've only got one chance like, yeah. on this earth. Like, mm. make your mark while you can." But it's not like I'm there. Like, oh, what if people don't like? Well, they'll, no, that they'll, doesn't they'll, matter. They'll follow you. That's mm, fine. Yeah. But there'll be more people that like, gravitate. Right. There's always going to be somebody out there that is going to like your work. Like, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There's never going to be not one person that doesn't like And the it. thing is, I feel like us, like, we care too much about the people around us. What they think, but start creating art. For people around us, create for everybody. Nice. Or for yourself. So, yeah, create for yourself. The earth is so much 
Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's not just people in Birmingham, not just people in Sutton. It's not no, people, it's it's people really everywhere so. who care about what we're doing, who Do want to support something. Because me personally, if I can just see like there's a girl trying something, yeah. I would just be championing it. Like, look at her. Like, yeah. look at that. Look yeah. at like, I'm so happy for strangers. So, of course, I'm going to be happy for people around yeah. me. I do understand that people, not everybody thinks like that. Mm. But yeah, you need to just start thinking about the, what like a friend might think because you know what you literally you born you're born and you mm. die between that time it's all what happened is your decision i've been like saying to myself if people have a problem with me then that's within that's them that's like that's yeah. literally within them oh, yeah. sorry, and like, it's, it's kind of helps me be like more expressive like yeah just being me what other people yeah. think of it's, you is none of your business it's literally within so, them it's always yeah. within them honestly you just have to just be confident and just live in what you want to do and the thing is i had to learn because in quarantine as well i was thinking what's my strengths and what's my weaknesses Mm -hmm. i've been talking about how i want to be a journalist everything but can i really talk am i a good public speaker am i well you think so but (laughs) (laughs) like in actual fact i'm actually i actually very struggle with like stuttering and stuff Mm. like that so i was like the best thing for me to do is start something so i can gradually get better at something and just like my confidence building and when the world does open back up i'm going to be a whole new danica exactly yeah Yeah. then opportunities come yeah i'm (laughs) going to be ready for them so i love that yeah 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 (laughs) So guys, that's the end of this week's episode. I hope everybody enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed editing it. Remember to like, comment and subscribe and share. Remember to tell a friend to tell a friend about the Gen Z podcast. Keep up to date with everything produced by me at www.danikatamsin.com. Follow me at all my social medias at Danika Tamsin and follow the Gen Z podcast underscore to keep up to date with everything to do with the podcast so i hope everybody has the best week and bye